See, I was told that I was, because I was a stepmother, and that's when I first got married, didn't know infertility was going to be in my life, that I wasn't a real mother. Hmm. And so here it is, I'm, I'm, all these different thoughts, and I'm not a real mother, I'm not a real woman, because I wanted five children, I told a friend of this in a conversation, that I wanted a real, uh, have five children, she told me, oh wow, that makes you a real woman. <laughs> You know, in your bio, you mentioned the fact that, you know, there is the barrenness and there's the shame that comes with that. And the shame can be a really big thing for women. So how do you help women overcome the shame of the barrenness, you know, and eventually move them to that place where they're able to go inward and look at themselves and then um, be able to see it with a, a fresh eye or a different perspective? So. It, it all goes back to the root of it all. Yeah. So the, the shame, the shame for me, the shame was that, hey, I'm the outcast. That's what I thought at least. Mm. And so here it is. I lost myself. Francis had to go on a self-discovery journey. Yes. And I had to get to know me all over again. Right. Get connected and reacquainted with the beauty that was in me. Yes. And so... I was able to just really, and even though some people on the outside would say, oh, you should have known that from the get-go. But I had to go in and realize, Francis, the only thing that's going on is a part of your body is not operating as it should. This does not define who you are. See, I was told that I was, because I was a stepmother, and that's when I first got married, didn't know infertility was going to be in my life, that I wasn't a real mother. Hmm. And so here it is, I'm, I'm all these different thoughts and I'm not a real mother. I'm not a real woman because I wanted five children. I told a friend of this in a conversation that I wanted a real, uh, have five children. She told me, oh, wow, that makes you a real woman. So all these things of me thinking, children make you a real woman. Children right. make you a real mother. And yes. there's shame there. So what I had to do was get to know Francis all over again. And so I help my clients to get to know the real them if they have lost sight, to get to focus on the things that matter most. And yeah, there can be shame there, but why? Right. Why right. is there shame with infertility? Well, that's the question. Why? Yes. Why? The shame, yeah, exactly. So, so the shame in my book, Overcoming Emotional Stigmas of Infertility, Bearing But Not Ashamed, I went back to mm. historical days, biblical days. Mm. I want to see, in my mind, that's a spirit that mm. passes on from generation to generation. Yes. So yeah. I wanted to investigate it. Ah. And so I came across a story, and most of us who read the Bible, we know about Rachel, we know about yeah. Hannah and all the different biblical characters, so to speak. Yes. But there was one I wasn't aware of. Mm. And her name was Hannah, Mary, the mother of Jesus' mom name mm. is Anna mm. and she had a husband and her husband's name was Jehoiakim mm. so Jehoiakim and and Anna weren't able to have children they were good to the people they gave and they did everything the Lord said they were supposed to do yes. but yes. they couldn't yes. have children yes. and so Jehoiakim went to one of the festivals to give an offering yes. there was a priest named Issachar yes. and Issachar told him why are you here given an offering and you have no children you are cursed so he shamed him in front of the other people mm. so that shame that he carried 
failed upon his wife because she was the one that couldn't have children. Right. And so there's a shame because people feel like we're looked at differently because we're not able to do what others are able to do. That must mean I'm cursed. That mm-hmm. must mean there's something wrong with me, yes. not just physically, yes. but spiritually. Yes. Yes. And so we get caught up there and we get lost there. So I have to direct my clients back to the source of who they are and what they were here to be, to do. And that's to live life to the fullest. Yes. Not let anything, because something is preventing you from having something that you want, which is hurtful. Don't let it define you. I love that. We do. We let it define us. Right. And, you know, the, even the term barren means, well, there's no production, right? It's, it's almost like, well, you're a desert, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there, there is nothing that is created in you, but is that the way that we want to think about ourselves? Is that, you know, is that even a term that we want to identify with? Because there's so much production I know that's in me. And, and so I'm just wondering where that term, like, is it still okay to even use that? Well, so, so Baron is an old biblical term. Yes. And it described me in more than one way. Mm. Yes, as it related to the womb. Mm. Yes, the womb womb was dead. Not just the endometriosis; there was low egg reserve, low egg count. Yes. So my chances of conceiving were very, very low. And even if I did, the high risk of miscarriage was there. Mm. So now, the other way that Baron defined my life is because I, like I said, lost touch with me, and I, I began to not cultivate. The joy that I was given when I was brought into the earth, the right. gifts that I, I lost, I, yes. I wasn't focusing on the gifts. Yes. So that means that I lost touch with everything that made me special. So that's where Baron comes in. But I was able to realize that there are so many gifts and talents that I didn't realize I had. So here I am writing the book. Here I am inspiring other people, which I didn't realize that was even a gift. I just thought that was just part. It's just something I did that came naturally. And because it came so easy for me, I didn't look at it as a gift. Yes. But the thing about is, is that no, we don't want to use the word barren, but we want to remember the word to remind us of what we are not. Absolutely. I used the word barren, but not ashamed. That's right. Yes. My womb was barren, but now I'm not ashamed of it. Yes. So now it's what has become the fuel and the power that pushes me forward to help other people. So I don't want to forget it. I want to remember it. I want to remember the hurt that I had. I don't want to live in it. But if I forget about it, then I'm losing a part of myself. Mm -hmm. And when Francis accepts Francis, she has to accept all of Francis. Absolutely. Even the hurtful part. So yes, it's useful. Your pain is useful. Let it fuel you. Let it help you. And let it charge you to do something great. Wonderful. Wonderful.